Get ready, Ohio. FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, is coming to the Buckeye State. And to kick things off, you can get started with $100 in free bets as an early sign-up bonus. Plus, when you sign up today with promo code OHIOSB, you'll be all set for when FanDuel goes live in Ohio. Then you can bet on all your favorite teams and all your favorite sports with $100 in free bets. Just download FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Ohio, this is your chance to get in on the action. Join today with promo code OHIOSB. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 plus and present in Ohio. Bonus issued in non-withdrawable free bets that expire seven days after FanDuel accepts its first real money sports wager in Ohio on one Unique user identity verification required. Offer ends on the go-live date. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. You're a holiday powerhouse. You host the dinners, shovel neighbors, sidewalks, and make everything from scratch. You definitely don't need help making the holidays happen. But Dunkin's Holiday Blend Coffee? A warming medium roast complete with sweet notes of dried fruit and molasses. Or a cranberry orange muffin made with real cranberries just might convince you a little help never hurt. Especially the hot caffeinated kind. America runs on Duncan. Present participation may vary. Limited time offer. Terms apply. First time in a long time. The back like I never left. Taking these things as it comes. You know me. I don't read ahead. Watch me burn down everything. BBE on the TV set. When I'm in control on the road, you can never really know what's up next. Hello. Hello, hello, hello. Braden Harrington here with Davey Portman for Up Next, postwrestling.com, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, whatever podcast app you found us in. And of course, twitch.tv slash Up Next Podcast. Hello, Twitch Room. Yes, at a, at a different time, in a different world. Yes. It's a uh, Wednesday Breakfast edition. or lunch or wherever, wherever you... This is like the old days, almost. BDE brunch. Um, I mean, I guess the old days were Thursday mornings, wasn't it? Right, right yeah, the before, the Tuesday, uh, before yeah. the Tuesday switch. But yeah, uh, welcome. We, uh, we were a little wrestled out, guys. We were, we were a little wrestled out. That's just the, the, the honest truth, because we watched so much wrestling this week with WrestleMania weekend, and we did do a, a WrestleMania roundup. We went live on Twitch. The The replay is still up there, but the audio pod version I put up for all patrons uh, of Up Next. But yeah, we did a little bit of a recap of just everything we've watched, and I'm it, we took the night off just like being like, look, we just need some time to like not watch wrestling live and watch it at whatever time. Uh, I... It, it, not even that. I needed to go to sleep. Yeah, like I just that's, wanted to sleep. That's what yeah. I, I went to bed at about nine p.m. yesterday. It's um, this this schedule has kind of killed me, especially the last week. And now there's evidence I'm seeing on on all social media of me yeah. at the at the walkabout WrestleMania Sunday event, just completely passed out. So um, yeah, definitely a lot going on this last week. And I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, we were so unprofessional. This week, not going live after NXT, yeah. but we are here, and we're not missing the show. We're here. Uh, I mean, Davey, you were like, hey, uh, do you not want to watch NXT tonight? And I was like, sold. Do whatever you want. Go to bed. <laughs> uh, so I watched it. I did watch it a little later at night, uh, which I was like, okay, maybe it'll help put me to, to sleep. But I, I 
watched it. I watched it all in in full. But uh, yeah, it, this is this is a weird time for us because we're like usually when we do this, it's nighttime. So I'm never drinking a coffee. But it's mm. 11 a.m. here, so I'm literally you know poured my some brewed me some 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 brown brown morning brown morning brown <laughs> and uh, just. Just, we're just chilling and we're going to talk about some NXT. Of course, we, like you said, we did so much this weekend that you even slept through WrestleMania. You got caught. Yeah, it caught up with me. I mean, uh, we've been, uh, this is, I've got three months left, uh, sorry, three weeks left a day before I move back to Toronto. So the clock is ticking. Um, but yeah, like this last week, everything caught up, like being, I work at a bar, so I work pretty late nights as well. And then obviously doing, up next in AEW till gone 5 a.m. every every week, uh, every Tuesday and Wednesday. And then add on top of that, you got two nights of WrestleMania on until the same time. And then uh, went to see Fucked Up, did a show in Leeds. So I'm traveling, uh, trying to catch all these indie events as well. And it broke me. I was broken. I see you're wearing your broken Matt Hardy t-shirt. Uh, well, I was broken, Davey Portman. And uh, no, I'm wearing. I'm wearing the shirt you got me at All Out. It's my Hardy, Hardy. Family Office T-shirt. Aww. That's because it was the shirt I w- I woke up in. So <laughs> that's the reason um, I'm wearing it. But yeah, it definitely just needed that day to kind of uh, as as we see uh, so, some people like Becky Lynch wasn't on Raw. You know, she needed that day. She was a bit wrestled out over the weekend. Like people yeah. people need a day off, don't they? So uh, we're here today. Uh, I do. I I still feel pretty. pretty beaten up but i feel a lot better than i would have yesterday um yeah but yeah like it's it's a good feeling to have because you know what it was such an enjoyable week we either side of the pond we were doing live events i was there in leeds with the uh british wrestling experience and grapple lads uh shout out to martin bushby to benno to jp to matty to the ogdens to chris elliott damian abraham to to everyone sorry if i missed anyone out there um, and sorry once again, JP, for punching him in the face. Um, but yeah, <laughs> did he uh, have a bl- did he have a black eye like Bianca Belair? No, I caught, caught him in the chin. Okay, yeah, so so maybe I don't know how his chin is. Um, but yeah, really really fun event there in Leeds uh, with the live show, and you can catch the recording uh, on both our Patreon and the Grapple Patreon as well. So uh, go and check that out, guys. Uh, but a lot of fun, and it was great meeting people for the first time meeting chris elliott for the first time yeah and, and all these these other listeners uh in the uk was a great time and and i know simultaneously we were having a bit of a simulcast going on because you were doing the same at sneaky d's in toronto yeah mine wasn't more so of uh, anything podcast like i didn't record anything or uh, do anything we just set up some wrestling and people came drank ate nachos and and had a ball so yeah i mean if anyone listening uh, did come to that show hey thanks so much for coming through there was a crazy turnout at what a, a revolution watch party uh about a month ago and i figured hey why not try do it again and have some fun because uh covid was was like you know you're staying at home and yeah wrestling never stops so you watched it but you know, if you can't go to the the actual events and travel, then what's what's better than watching it with friends? And that's like the next step is just like, hey, bring your friends and their friends and strangers and like just anyone who likes wrestling. Like you'll you'll be friends instantly, especially at a bar with some beer and some nachos. So it was it was a great time, honestly. Uh, so I hope maybe we we got some new listeners. Shout out you guys, whoever showed up at the bar, but also like met a bunch of post wrestling listeners, up next listeners. So. 
it was awesome. Uh, just to hang out and watch wrestling and get silly and just have a good time. So uh, I had a, I had a great time, and and I, the, the 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 demand apparently is there because now uh, I'm in cahoots with trying to find a way to try to make a, a weekly like bar dynamite kind of Toronto wrestling club kind of thing uh, like the Blackpool Combat Amazing. Club Toronto yep. Toronto Combat Club uh weekly a weekly thing and a few bars now are kind of like it's the bidding war for the Brady and up Ooh. next because they're like yo we want to we want to do if you can they they trust me now for bringing in a, a crowd of rabid wrestling fans so definitely trying to trying to work on on something to just i don't know make a community and and stuff like that so i'm super excited but that was a lot of fun as well and just watching stuff wrestlemania we did a whole recap show and we had we had lots to say about that i mean i just briefly like in case you know you didn't listen to that but obviously it's unanimous that the match of the weekend according to everyone was sammy versus johnny knoxville i mean obviously (laughs) Five stars. You must be crazy if you did not give that match five stars. But uh, yeah, I just I I I, ge- I genuinely thought WrestleMania was both two nights. Yeah, it's a lot of stuff, but just it felt it felt the way it used to be when you used to watch wrestling. Crazy crowd, some good matches, some silliness, Absolutely. everything, and that stunner. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we we classically called these uh, post takeover shows a hangover show, and I don't know. Normally when I have a hangover, it's like, oh man, I feel rough, but it means we had a good time. And I feel that's how, uh, certainly I feel after this, these WrestleMania festivities the last week. Like, feel rough, but it means I had a good time. Yeah. Um, and yeah, also it is, it is still kind of the beginning of the month here. So, which means it's a great time to sign up to our Patreon, patreon.com slash up next, where we've got that whole WrestleMania roundup, uh, review we just did yesterday you can listen to the audio version of that there we've also got a a bit of a different show for us where we're reviewing two tv episodes boy meets world and baywatch to celebrate the life and career of the wonderful actor the wonderful thespian known as vader big van vader went into the hall of fame this past weekend and we had to celebrate of course we're going to do a best match ever down the line but uh, that's because we're doing this week best match ever. Scott Hall slash mm-hmm. Razor Ramon, R.I.P. The the one way we know how to celebrate someone is definitely uh, look back at their their career. And I know I know obviously uh, we're going to be looking at some ladder matches and WWF stuff, probably more so than his WCW stuff. But we'll probably have to talk about some some promos and some things he said uh, on TV and stuff like that because I feel like his the character is something that we can dive into oh, yeah. as well. But yeah, that Vader show was awesome. It was our April Fool's show. We talked about the the episodes of Boy Meets World with Vader and then Baywatch, Bash at the Beach with Hogan and Vader and Macho Man and everything. But we were joined by Brandon from New Jersey, which mm. just made it a, a very fun show. That uh, You want to laugh? Go put that show on. But also maybe go watch those episodes first because the 90s were just a wild fucking time. <laughs> And also, if there's if there's one thing to take away from them, guys, we are getting towards those summer months. Mm. And just remember, kids, yeah. wear, wear sunscreen. sunscreen. Wear That's sunscreen. Right. Yeah, yeah, uh, that was a fun show. That's up there as well. Uh, and then we have a, all these other podcasts scheduled to uh, be coming out this month. And when you sign up, you get everything that we put out. But 
you get access to everything that we put out there. So all the retro NXT reviews, all the movie reviews, pay-per-view reviews, everything is up there, all these other shows. So, uh, yeah, five bucks is all it takes to support the BDE and you get like, it's, it's basically like 50 cents a podcast a month when you work it out, how many shows you get. So it's like, probably less than that now, to be honest. Yeah. yeah. So it's, like, it's a yo, bargain. Yeah. Absolute bargain. Yeah. So, uh, shout out your boys, content creators in the house. But yeah, go check us out. Patreon.com slash up next. Uh, yeah. What else is there? Is there, what, what else is going on? I, we're going to be talking about dynamite tomorrow. We got that Owen Hart like tournament, which definitely has my interest and I want to see what that's all about. And I know that we got Bucks and FTR. So I'm super excited about. Got Samoa Joe, Max Caster as well. Right. Uh, that's Samoa it. Yeah. Joe's AEW debut. Which uh, is Max cr- Caster, who should be dubbed just the sacrificial lamb. Now I feel he's always the guy like, hey, we got a, a new signing who's kind of big and likes throwing around people. Who should we put him up against? Yeah, Max Caster. Well, you know, he's going to come out and rap about him. Talk about, you yeah. know, he's how he's big. Uh, does he mention a poncho? Wow, great call. Yeah, he will. Yeah, you're I'm gonna leave, on, yeah, yeah. leave you <laughs> out there show. standing in the rain or something like that. You know, yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, good, good show. Definitely going to be doing that. Wow. Just remember, we saw Samoa Joe on this show a lot. We, mm. we saw him on NXT a lot. They had their chance uh, for many years. I love Samoa Joe. Uh, I'm not sure how long he plans on wrestling or, you know, what he's still kind of capable without these restraints on um but I'm inter- I'm interested I'm interested in in watching that. But uh, absolutely, I'm trying to think. Was there any other like news? I know. Uh, well, we had it's it's definitely related to NXT, but we had an NXT Championship match on Raw on Monday. Yeah, this is this is true. I watched it. Yeah. I watched I watched the match. It yeah, was it, was, right. it was it was pretty much like the standard deliver one, just a little bit condensed. Yeah, um, and. Uh, Bron Breaker winning the NXT Championship um, on Raw. Um, yeah, thoughts. A, a little a little odd, I thought. but Like, look, a lot more people will watch this than the Stand and Deliver just because mm. it's on you know TV. But it, it felt a little flat because the crowd didn't really seem to care. It, like, there were some people, but it definitely, like, compared to the other stuff on the Raw show, uh, it didn't really – didn't. It, it didn't. It wasn't bad, but it, it definitely didn't. It felt weird. It's like it if that's it was, the. It's like you did this just to. You did that whole thing just to go. And here's the title back. And Ziggler's done. Here you go. It just felt like there was lazy. zero promotion about. Yeah. Anything. I, I I feel like it's WrestleMania weekend. You've got these, uh, like two hour kickoff shows for for WrestleMania itself. What? Why can't you do a a five ten minute interview with Dolph? On, on one of these kickoff shows and, and shoot an angle. Have Bron kind of kick it. Like you've four hours of, of like TV time with zero matches playing the same video packages and all that. Just kind of shoot something on that WrestleMania Sunday maybe to set up. Oh, and now we know we've got this match on Monday. I think it could have hyped it up a bit more. I, I'm with you. I, I get the idea of it. Like it's way more people are watching Raw. It's most watched Raw for a long, long time. Um, but with the the kind of no like build to it at all, no promotion buried in the middle of the show, it's it's not like it, NXT 2.0 isn't kind of the the hot popular thing anymore. So it it's not like suddenly advertising an NXT match three years ago on Raw after Mania, which would have got a lot of hype, I think. Um, and yeah, wonder whether kind of it was a very quick plans change whether potentially there was a plan for a call-up and then not 
I don't know. Um, but just just seemed a little odd. Yeah, it did. It, it, it felt like if you advertised it and made a bit of a story out of it, okay, cool. But it felt really lazy because I did watch – Hey, they told me Cody Rhodes was starting the show with a promo. I wanted to, to to talk about the promo. We definitely talked about it on our roundup show. But after, like, right after, they're like going to another match, and the graphic just popped up. They didn't even yeah. be like, "Here's an angle. Here's this." No, it's just like, "Here's this little graphic." Like, "Hey, there's an NXT title match," and I knew from that graphic he's winning it back. <laughs> yeah, you knew. You knew. You're like, yeah. "Oh, okay, one hundred percent." Okay, this um, show means nothing <laughs> to us. Some. Well, I mean, I think it is – I don't think they see it that way. I don't think it's that this show means nothing. It This is more promotion than we ever had back in, like, the golden eras or the black and golden eras right. of NXT. I think they're, they're trying to do it as, as cross-promotion and trying to make Braun seem like a big deal. You saw him out there with the Hall of Fame induction. You now get it, you've got him on Raw a couple of times now and now winning the championship on Raw. I think – I think it's their idea of drawing people in on Tuesday, but th- there needs to be a little bit more promotion for it. And it, it did just feel very kind of buried in the body of the show with other kind of notable moments on there. Yeah, it was, it was weird. And again, like listening to the crowd, it made it seem not that important when you saw how wild they were for, for others, for Veer. They were losing their minds for Veer, but they mm. didn't give a shit about Braun Breaker, which I'm sure in a few years, a f- a year they will because I think he yeah. could be put on the main roster. I thought either he he you know wins this back, but I, I thought for sure we'd be getting him on main roster just because like they they want to put the the rocket to him and go with that. But yeah, I, we didn't get to see any. We, we were predicting like some call ups and stuff, but we didn't really get to get any of those. Well, that's some notable people not on NXT. Obviously, Champa seems to be main roster bound. He's right. already done his farewell. There was no sign of LA Knight on nxt this week no, oh sorry. no he showed up yeah yeah he ch- they changed his name to ezekiel <laughs> i thought it was to start with i thought it was la Knight with long hair um, i was like how did they get la Knight with how did they get long yeah. hair on him i just saw him wrestle no, I, I thought exactly the same i was like that kid, uh, how did they do that <laughs> but yeah you've got uh la Knight, uh io shirai and katie ray were the kind of three notable people i noticed weren't on nxt i'm I can't think of any others off the top of my head. Uh, maybe the Twitch room can can help out if there was anyone else. But but I mean, I see p- potential call ups for for some of these. I mean, look, Io Shirai definitely needs to be utilized properly. Like that's just it worked. She worked so well in NXT that I think this she could be a star uh, with that that whole repeat of like just the whole character, the whole story arc, whatever she did there, just do on the main roster. There's so many talented. Superstars that I would want her to face. Uh, obviously, I kept joking. I wanted that Miko Satamora match. I don't think we're going to get that. Unless, hey, maybe EO is uh, going on excursion to NXT UK or something like that. But I do think her, like EO Sasha, needs to happen again. EO Charlotte. There's so many things I want to see. That's something I was thinking. I wonder if you, um, perhaps, and it's not ultimately where I'd want her to be, but with Sasha and Naomi being the tag champions, I feel Asuka's due back soon. Yeah. And. Actually, Asuka and Io chasing kind of Sasha and Naomi, they sound like matches that could actually elevate that division a bit and you can split off into singles from that. So I could see that with Asuka being a character who is already very over can kind of give that rub a little bit to Io to an audience that maybe isn't as familiar with her. 
and you know it's a struggle on main roster with kind of foreign speaking talent i feel that could be a, a good thing for them and perhaps do that on a smackdown it's like they they jump friends if asuka and eo become partners it's like hey i was yeah. friends with Kyrie. you were friends with Kyrie. we should be friends what would they call exactly. themselves because they were the asuka and Kyrie were the kabuki warriors you had the, the sky pirates the sky pirates but i think we called them that Did no they- I- did they call I themselves? I think they called themselves Sky Pirates. Yeah, um, I think the, I think we just called them that. <laughs> I <laughs> if we did, I, then I we should confused. pat ourselves on the did, back. Didn't they call Lars Sullivan five star Lars as well? Dude, or was that something? The we problem made up? is like, we say shit, and then like a month later, it, then they say it comes true. It. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm pretty sure they were the Sky Pirates. Okay, on, yeah, on that, TV, that's a, that's a sick name. That's a blessed name. So but I don't know what would you call Asuka and Neo? What at Up Next Podcast on Twitter? What mm. would you call the tag team of Asuka? And EO. EO and Asuka? Asuka and EO. Yeah. Uh, the Kabuki Warriors 2.0. <laughs> yeah. That's <laughs> what they'll call them. But yeah, yeah. Do, do you expect any of these? A Champa and LA Knight, a EO, uh, Kaylee Ray, any of them on, on Friday? Or maybe maybe some vignettes and start spreading them out over the next few weeks? Like, or are they just NXT for life? Yeah, like Champ is a weird one. It's like you either, you know, use him and push him or he's he's going to be just the guy who shows up in those battle royals just like he he already has. So it's it's kind of unfortunate cuz we know how skilled and talented he he is. LA Knight is someone it's like, "Hey, why not? Like try it it out." He he got over in TNA or Impact and he got over here in NXT. Then like Honestly, everywhere I've watched him, I always go, uh, he's all right. And then like, I, we get into him. I think he's a fantastic mm. talker. And that's what seems to be super important in WWE. So why not let him do his thing? I guarantee, I, I think he could get over. Like, I think he could be a I pretty so big, too. big staple, especially watching him in NXT because his wrestling has greatly improved as well. Mm. Like, he does a lot of, a lot of great stuff. Uh, MSK was another one that I thought we would be kind of seeing them move up, but I guess they're waiting for that shaman, Matt Riddle kind of, angle to do eventually when RK bro is kind of said and done or, or something. I'm not sure. Yeah. I mean, they're still champions now. The they moment, are. Yeah. So yeah, now yeah. they are. Yeah. Um, uh, but then, but then, yeah, I'd say like Champa is someone I followed for so long that I would want to check out to see what they do with him. The same with, same with EO. So I feel like those two are two genuinely like names that would make me tune into a show. Yeah. Like if you told me like, hey, all, all these other like NXT guys, I'd be like, cool, I might check it out. But when you tell me there's like certain names that have been like like big names in for NXT and had those matches that everyone just used to rave about, it would be probably those two that are the ones that are kind of just floating around, Champa and Eo. Mm-hmm. But yeah, who would who who would you see or what would you do? I mean, we got it looks like WWE's Cody's already telling them what to do because they're getting factions. That's going to be a new thing in WWE. We got yep. the, the new brood. With the, the What is Edge calling them? The new brood? It should just call them that. I don't think they've got a name yet. The shade? He keeps on... Like, his new thing is he's omnipotent. So, mm. uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I'm not I, cool I, with... I see more people adding to that. I wasn't cool with sure. when they were like the WrestleMania marquee thing before the match. And it was like, AJ Styles, Edge, first time ever, WrestleMania. And you're like, fuck yeah, that's hype. Like, you've been waiting for this match. The phenomenal one versus the iconic quest. It's like, no, he's the fucking rated R superstar. Don't, don't <laughs> fucking, don't give me that new bullshit name that no one likes. Get out of here. Well, Triple H is retired now, so you can have someone new with a million nicknames, <sighs> you know? Yeah, I guess. Um, but yeah, uh, 
I, I even forget what I was yeah, saying. Yeah, I, I think, I do think, uh, like, I think EO could do pretty well. I, I know the, the kind of language barrier has been a thing in the past. I think we've seen with Asuka that uh, it, uh, it can work on the main roster. And I think also the the women, there's not the, like, negativity with size, I think. Like, EO's pretty tiny, but I don't think you ever... You never look at it, the women, that way. In a, whereas the guys, you can look at, like, oh, how's Adam Cole going to look on the main roster against these, like, giants, you know? I, I don't think you see that as much with the women. So I do see EO... Uh, I do see her succeeding, it's whether we're going to have a whole repackage with with all these characters, as we've seen as of late, with your you know your butchers and and all of that. Whether we we see a bit of a repackaging of a Champa and an EO. Yeah, I just don't want him to get some silly gimmick. Like look at look at Butch, man. It's yeah. just so unfortunate. Like this guy genuinely got over by himself from the start in that tournament, in the UK tournament, and then now. Years of him being like a pretty popular name, you just randomly change his name and give him suspenders. It's like, come on. Like, I just don't want to see that happen to Champa. Like, Champa could be uh, Tony D'Angelo's right hand man on the main roster. Oh, <laughs> that's what yeah, that's how it's looking. About that yeah, segment, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's how it's looking. Uh, but yeah, we didn't see any too many call ups, but maybe we will in the, the coming future. But yeah, who do you want to see? Let us know. Yeah. At Up Next Podcast. Hell yeah. Or uh, not at Up Next Podcasts. <laughs> yeah, so we made uh, some fancy stickers. Well, we both like made a logo. We have one of our logos up next. And then because uh, we were doing two like live kind of party watch parties, we decided to get some stickers printed to like give out at these things. And I got one that's just like white with the Up Next and white. And it looks cool. You would think it's like a metal band or something. But then the other one we got, I was like, hey, put our like – uh, Twitter handle and then like you put all the little apps of like podcast apps were on but then like the weekend came and gone I have like a few left that I kept and I'm like putting one on my my speaker over there and I'm looking at the handle and I'm like up next podcasts s what's the so I go over to the computer I open up our Twitter and then our Twitter is at up next podcast so it's like for Fuck's sake! I just handed out all these stickers. With I the I end. went back because I was like, "Oh no!" So my stickers were fine. I went back and checked, and we had a conversation where I sent you the thing, and you said, "Hey, remove the S." And I was like, "Oh yeah," and then emailed you real <sighs> stickers and attached it. And then you were like, "Wait, which one is it? Stickers or real stickers?" And I went, "It's real stickers." No, but you sent me one that said real stickers, and then you sent me another email after, and then you said, don't use the one that says real stickers. But I forgot that you had said that, so the next day when I see two emails and it says real stickers, I go, well, that's the there real one. There were three one. emails. <laughs> there was three emails. <laughs> three fucking emails. Oh, we kept tweaking them. It's fine. I'm sure people will look it up, but I'm like laughing. I'm They'll like, oh, figure man. it out. Yeah, I'm like, uh, yeah. They are nice stickers, though, so we'll definitely yeah. be getting more of them made. Yeah, I'm just with the right handle. Yeah, yeah. I'm looking to get some some stickers made and uh possibly in the next few months we're going to maybe sign some postcards and send some stickers to some patrons and stuff, but yeah. Uh, make um, our own title belts and everything. Yeah. I don't need to make a title belt, Davy. Look, look, I got I got I know, my I know. <laughs> I know you stole it from the winners. <laughs> so I was I was going to do more like raffle giveaways at this party. 
And we were we got a bunch of uh, my buddy Tom was like, no, I have all these like replica toy titles like still in packaging, and, and he bought a few more figures and stuff, and he was gonna give them away as like little prizes. But then he was like, let's buy a replica and give that away. So I ordered this this Winged Eagle Blue Strap replica WWE title, and isn't soon- that the Ultimate Warrior one? It's like the okay. yeah, that's the one like he had yeah yeah right. So I open it and I'm like. It shined in my face. It was like Pulp Fiction when they opened the briefcase and they're like, mm. oh, shit. And I was like, no, I'm I'm absolutely not giving this title away to anybody and I'm keeping it for our set. It's baby blue. It's icy. It looks good. So we have a new title, Davey. Nice. Walk around the house with it. Yeah. Uh, well, well, one, one day we'll get an up next title made, I think. It'll the BDE nice. championship? But may, maybe when it's back in our hands and not on a not in someone from New York. Maybe maybe that's the time to to get one made. This is true. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, that is a segue to quickly promote that the same day as WWE WrestleMania Backlash, earlier in the day, we will be doing Up Next Mania 2. Mm-hmm. That means it will be taking place in May. But yes, it'll be during the day before WrestleMania Backlash. So uh, details on that to come because we know we have... The up next Rumble winner, John Cena, facing his friend, now foe, Fire Frank. That was a lot of Fs. And me and you have a match, but not against each other because that would be silly. We are on a team, and we're going up against Eric Marcotte and Nate Milton, TN8. Oh, yes. Uh, Yeah. If he even shows up. Yeah, I I don't know. Eric's Eric's got to get his – he said he will. He said he will, but yeah. we never know in wrestling, do we? Can't no. subject never to say never in wrestling. I mean, uh, up next he Rumble, can't, yeah. Like, surely he can't let this. Uh, he can't let his his title go, can he? he th- no. This is these are the longest reigning champions of any of the up next uh, BDE champions. Yeah, Fire Frank. I mean, well, they're oh yeah, they've had it longer than than him then since day yeah. one. I don't even think they've defended them. No, they have. They they've successfully defended them wow. a couple of times. Good for them. Yeah. Impressive. I watch the product. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, that's all the stuff that's going on. And uh, I guess we can talk about some NXT. Yeah, let's do it. Um, sorry, I just quit my notes there. NXT, <laughs> April the 5th, 2022. Bron Breaker opens up as new NXT champion. Yes, if you only watch NXT, you'll be like, wait, but I saw Stan and Deliver. And and uh, he, he wasn't the champion then. Well, yes, he did win it on Raw, as we talked about. And just like the women's title, the, the NXT title now has the kind of uh, sparkly colors behind the logo. Uh, I don't think it looks bad. I think if you if you were to tell me, NXT 2.0 championships would now have colors splattered all over them. It sounds hideous. I think it looks kind of cool on both the men's and the women's. And certainly suits Bron with his attire. Yeah, I like I don't I don't hate it. I mean, I'm surprised they didn't do it right when they changed to the mm. the paint colors and stuff like that. But I mean, this thing has already been Nickelodeon or whatever. It it kind of looks like that. I don't I don't hate it. I like like here I am talking about how I got a baby blue belt strap i think it's cool if it's different then it's cool it's not quite the 
the the Divas Championship or the Jeff Hardy Championship, no, or the IWGP. I think thing. It's subtle. When they first did it to Mandy Rose's title in our in our little chat group, people were going, oh, "I think they've added color behind it." No, no, it's just the lighting. Like it's quite subtle. So yeah, yeah, it's not too bad. Um, quite. Like, this felt more of a Raw After Mania crowd to me than Raw After Mania, because they were uh, a bit all over the place and not like your usual kind of full-sell yeah. uh, CWC crowd. Big mixed reaction here for Braun. I, I uh, would say, just because you said it now, I will say the, this whole episode, this crowd was on one. This crowd were... They were. They really They were, were. rowdy. They were kind of... They were kind of rude to everyone. They just felt like they wanted to get themselves over. And I think we've, I thought we moved away from that, from, from crowds. But yeah, uh, not impressed with the crowd here at CWC, especially in a segment later. But yeah, yeah I find, I find this crowd normally pretty supportive. We've talked about kind of NXT 2.0 matches where we've gone, you know what? That crowd really elevated that tonight. They were really into it. Uh, here, I don't know if it was like a big group of like lads went together and kind of wanted to, uh, to kind mm. of shit on everything, but it was a very odd crowd tonight. And I will say, uh, with- I, I agreed with them in one segment as well, now that I'm thinking about it, but we'll get to it. Um, so some of the crowd were doing the barks for Bron, others were just booing him. There's we want Ziggler, no, we don't chance. And Bron did seem a little kind of shook. By the chance to start with, as yeah, he's he, trying to get through his promo. I know, I know, he's new at this, but like, and it must be hard. I don't know how you learn the skill of of knowing how and when to cut through the, that like loud noise. Like they weren't stopping, they weren't stopping, and he decided to keep talking. So he did, didn't he eventually say something like 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 shut up? No, that that was someone uh, that later was in the Tony D. Yeah, see, later. like, yeah, someone but needed to was, tell them. <laughs> you did have. Uh, a similar reaction with the Damien Priest Edge stuff on Monday. And Damien Priest, I thought, handled it very well. Uh, Bron, yeah, just showing... He, he did good, but just showing a little inexperience did seem a little shaken by the crowd here. But that's how you learn, He's, I guess. You're 100%. He says, WrestleMania weekend had a lot of ups and downs. I got to induct my father and uncle into the Hall of Fame. Stand and Deliver was the biggest match of my life, and I failed. I did not get the job done. And the same day, I got to go to my first WrestleMania and see the likes of Bianca Belair, Becky Lynch, Kevin Owens, and Stone Cold Steve Austin. And it made me think two things. One, I am going to main event WrestleMania one day. And two, I am not leaving Dallas without our NXT Championship. So I picked myself up, dusted myself off, and headed to the biggest roar of the year to beat Dolph and bring the NXT Championship back where it belongs. But yeah, can, despite the sort of stuff with the crowd, I thought Bron has always sounded pretty pretty good here and a bit of a his like post-win rallying speech here. Yeah, I, I think I think that's what NXT does well. When we do BD Elite and talk about Dynamite, um, kind of one of the big criticisms of it is how the champion is kind of like, once they get the title, they're like, they're just like, oh, they're not on the show or they don't yeah. open the show or like have something to say. Whereas this guy, you needed to because maybe someone didn't watch uh, Raw and figure this out or whatever, right? Like he needed to kind mm. of explain what had happened. And I do think Braun is 
he, like less is more with him and he kind of gets to the chase. It fits his look. Like you w- would you mess with this guy? No, absolutely nope. not. And he reminds me of his his uh his his dad and and his uncle. Like kind of strong sounds like a badass i I do think this guy will go far in in wwe like the more i watch him and the more like i said trying to handle a a crowd here even though it's you know way smaller than an arena but being being put on the spot to kind of learn how to deal with this and 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 push through and stuff like you can see like this guy probably will go go pretty far well someone who will mess with this guy is gunther because he comes out with imperium Gunther says, it's a nice little story you told, but nobody cares about that. All I care about is that title and what that title stands for. And that's being the best in NXT. And you can't call yourself the best until you've stepped into the ring with the ring General Gunther. Um, yeah, so setting up a pretty huge main event here. One that we were kind of thinking could perhaps be at Stand and Deliver yeah. back in the day. Yeah, uh, before Vol- Ziggler. Uh, Gunther versus uh, Bron Breaker in the main event. Again, a little odd that this kind of wasn't promoted. I feel this is something you'd maybe want to promote ahead of time and just makes you think that I I feel like a lot of plans may be changed over the course of the last couple of days, perhaps. Yeah. Yeah, it's, well, weird. it's, it's weird that um, Gunther, like the music hits and they don't know who it is yet. Yeah. And then they, he comes out and they're like, oh, yeah, okay, cool, yeah. Because, yeah. like, the, the music, music, we're used to him with, you know, the epic. It's it's like a ripoff of it. Well, right before we cut to commercial break, the Creed brothers come out. And we come back and they've got a match with Imperium. And uh, Wade Barrett and Vic Joseph are explaining that the Creeds blamed Imperium for taking the pin and losing them their shot at the title. Obviously, the Creeds won the Dusty Classic, but have not had their one-on-one championship match yet. So we get into the match. Brutus hits Gunther with some... Sorry, hits uh, Bartel, I believe, with some European uppercuts. Um, then Eichen is in there. He comes back with a shoulder block to the gut. Julius tags in and hits a gut-wrench suplex on Brutus, on top of Eichner. And this is where commentary explaining that Julius has eight staples in his head Yikes. following Stan and Deliver. Eichner then catches Julius on his shoulder and starts to squat, which is really impressive because Julius is a big lad. He actually and breaks then, his because uh, Julius goes to link his hands together, like that's what you do in you know MMA and stuff. To, to mm. you see it in wrestling too, to, to, block, to stop yeah. stop someone from hitting a move. So he's got the linked, and Fabian still does the squat, which therefore breaks the the link because uh. it's like the, it's he's squatting. So it was a pretty cool spot. Um, and then transitions this into kind of like the Seamus style rolling senton with him on his shoulders. Eichner then hits a big slam. Julius tags in with shoulder blocks to Bartel, a drop kick to Eichner, and then a chop block to Eichner. Uh, there's then this crazy kind of like delayed butterfly gut wrench suplex from Julius. Almost like, you know, the fairy tale ending, uh, the yeah. Tiger Driver 98, when you get them up, but turned into this over-the-head suplexing looked awesome, I thought. And I'm not sure what move it was on, but we noticed that Marcel Bartel is just busted open. He's bleeding yeah. like, from the temple here. I'm not sure if it was someone's part of someone's gear that clipped him. 
Right. He was just bleeding. I, I, I watched the replay and it looked like it happened when he was on the ground. And I think maybe a knee, something from a ge- part of the gear clipped. I'm not he sure, but yeah. Didn't walk into a part of the set or anything? No, no, no. No. But <laughs> it looked, it looked <laughs> nasty. He was bleeding. It looked like he got punched in the eye. Yeah. It looked nasty. Um, so now Julius is, is in a kind of like tree of woe on the ropes and it looks like Imperium are going to go for their like double drop kick. You have, well, I think it's normally uh, Bartel does the drop kick in the ring with Eichner with the drive by. Yeah. But Eichner doesn't deliver the drive by and just walks out on his tag team partner here, leaving Marcel Bartel on his own. He gets slammed by Julius. There's then a gut wrench suplex to Bartel from Brutus. And then the lift up into the rack bomb, followed by the lariat for the win by the Creed brothers there. And after the match, both Julius and Brutus wipe the blood off of uh, Bartel and lick it, which was kind of grim. Um, but I, I thought this was quite a quite a decent opening match. I thought you got a little bit more time here than uh, I'm used to with these 2.0 matches. And I still feel there's room for, for more between these two. And I don't like the angle that it looks like Imperium are splitting up because I love them as a unit. Um, but I enjoyed this. We kind of got the match that we thought we were originally going to get at the premium live event. Yeah. Like the, the, the creeds do so many great wrestling moves that like, it's not even a rack bomb. It's like the one guy helps him get him up in the rack and then they just drop him like suplex him. sandbag him. Like a lot of their stuff is like super wrestling suplexes and all that. So it does look really cool. I, I do love these guys as well. Um, but yeah, I agree with you. Fabian Eichner is awesome and Imperium is something that I think could also work like on the main roster, but him leaving Bartel, I hope it's not a like serious thing. I hope maybe it's just a, a tease or something because I don't know where these guys would go if they were to, to break up. I, I feel, I feel with these guys, they're a bit like Roddy for me where they're, they're fantastic, but they're, they need to be in a group. I think with they, they both speak English, but the language barrier is a thing. We know how like Vince looks at someone like Cesaro and is just like, oh, you're too Swiss, where he has so much more to offer than that. I, I feel having Imperium as a unit is definitely a better thing. And especially if these guys are ever to move up to the main roster, but maybe it's just something like they've lost the titles. It's something to keep them a little busy with, with a, for a, few weeks and hopefully we see them back together but, i think well uh, it shows after right after this match that maybe we just don't need a, a, a heel team right now yes because after the match two men in hoods come in with steel chairs and attack the creeds from behind and they reveal themselves to be elton prince and kit wilson pretty deadly yeah, are these new names for these guys? I, I think they're new names. I, I'm so, I'm so sorry. I I know them as pretty deadly. I've watched them wrestle in NXT UK, but I I did not know their their actual yeah. Names. I was I was kind of the same, but I I think as far as names go. Oh, sorry. Uh, yeah, Lewis Howley and Sam Stoker um, okay. were their original names. I don't think these names are too bad to be honest con- compared to other NXT rebrands we've had I sorry what elton are, prince elton, elton prince. prince and kit wilson oh i thought it was quinton <laughs> oh no we, we we've got a oh no we've got a quincy haven't we in nxt i have no idea uh, kit wilson okay okay i i heard kit wilson but yeah. maybe okay so new names might be quinton elton, is quinton even a name <laughs> quinton yeah 
Yeah, it is. Uh, right. Elton Prince and Kit Wilson are pretty yes. deadly. So yeah, these are the the, the team that attacked them. Uh, we we kind of figured that because of some of the the trails they left behind um, in their attack and the graffiti and all that. But mm-hmm. yeah, I mean the, the gimmick here is they're like male models before, mm-hmm. but here they don't really give that off that vibe because they're they're in their like uh, gear that they Pretties. were trying to hide. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I mean maybe we'll see more of them. But hey. Uh, I'm interested. I, I've, I've I, seen them wrestle, and I didn't mind what I saw. So I, I thought they were. Pretty yeah, good. I, I feel this is good fresh blood for NXT. I yeah, I've liked what I've seen as well. I can't say I've seen a whole lot, but I've I've heard good things from the likes of John Cena, and the matches I have seen have been pretty entertaining. And I um, <laughs> I like the name Pretty Deadly. Like yeah. their gimmick is they're pretty, yeah. and deadly. So and yeah, great deadly. Yeah, Elton Prince. Elton Prince. Um, <laughs> he's the Sean. I don't know which yeah. one's which, but Elton Prince, he's the Elton. Sean. <laughs> Get ready, Ohio. FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, is coming to the Buckeye State. And to kick things off, you can get started with $100 in free bets as an early sign-up bonus. Plus, when you sign up today with promo code OHIOSB, you'll be all set for when FanDuel goes live in Ohio. Then you can bet on all your favorite teams and all your favorite sports with $100 in free bets. Just download FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Ohio, this is your chance to get in on the action. Join today with promo code OHIOSB. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 plus and present in Ohio. Bonus issued in non-withdrawable free bets that expire seven days after FanDuel accepts its first real money sports wager in Ohio on one Unique user identity verification required. Offer ends on the go-live date. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. You're a holiday powerhouse. You host the dinners, shovel neighbors, sidewalks, and make everything from scratch. You definitely don't need help making the holidays happen. But Dunkin's Holiday Blend Coffee? A warming medium roast complete with sweet notes of dried fruit and molasses. Or a cranberry orange muffin made with real cranberries just might convince you a little help never hurt. Especially the hot caffeinated kind. America runs on Duncan. Present participation may vary. Limited time offer. Terms apply. We go to an interview backstage with Toxic Attraction. And uh, Mackenzie Mitchell introduces them as the former tag team champions. And Mandy says, hang on, let's not get used to saying former for too long. Uh, JC says, if it wasn't for that freak Wendy Chu throwing a title, sorry, throwing a smoothie in our face, we would still be champions. Um, they say they're already sick of Dakota and Raquel's reunion and them holding our titles. And at the end of the night, you will all see that we're not just toxic attraction. We are the attraction. Um, so yeah, little promo here hyping yeah. up their, their rematch later on. And this is when our new North American champion, Cameron Grimes, comes out. And again, this is where the crowd were just on one because this guy has been such a fan favorite he's had like quite an emotional story going into this big title win that he thoroughly deserves and you've got chance of you deserve it followed by no you don't which seemed very odd yeah uh, hated this, this guy yeah do better has never had this this disrespect and hasn't really done anything to deserve it by all means like you're at a wrestling show you're paying your money you're allowed to cheer and do whatever but th- this was just baffling and definitely made it feel like 
I don't know. I didn't really agree with this. But no, I, no. I guess it, you can do what you want. It, like, of course, you know, everyone, you know, has their their whole. You can cheer for whoever. Of course, that's what we we love being fans and stuff. But genuinely, like, it's Cameron Grimes. <laughs> <laughs> like I don't know. Have you not watched him for like the last three years? Like right. the story really is like and I don't know how with the story. You know, yeah. like with the story doing it all for his dad and that kind of yeah. stuff. Yeah, even that. It's like there's all this stuff added up to him. And even if you don't like even know who it is, then you wouldn't be chanting. You don't deserve something. It was is very odd. I did not very odd. I did not. And like that that's that something crowd. we've never really seen. With we we've seen people turn on guys like a Johnny when when they've been there like a long time and started to get tired of them. But generally the NXT crowd are usually pretty supportive. Yeah. And they usually cheer the, the baby faces and boo the heels. Like I, I'm assuming they're told to, you know, Hey, engage and stuff. Mm. But this definitely rubbed me the wrong way. Just like they were just like being loud and booing Cameron Grimes and saying, you don't deserve this. It's just really strange. So, uh, yeah, I hope this isn't like the new permanent crowd that I hope so. Too. Cause then like right after the segment, they go, Hey, uh, NXT fans, like go to the Facebook thing to get tickets to come to our crowd. It's like, you know, free tickets. I almost felt after tonight that this was in like a, a small studio, like a access in Dallas. You know, it, it felt like a completely different crowd to what we're used to. Basically um, what we're trying to say is if you boo Cameron Grimes, you are fuck off. Yeah. You are a piece <laughs> of shit. <laughs> How yeah. could you boo Cameron Grimes? What's wrong with you? Well, Grimes grabs the mic. He says, guys, I just want to say we did it. I made good on my promise. And I know my dad's looking down, smiling ear to ear because his boy did it. And people often talk in this industry about climbing the ladder to success. Well, at Stand and Deliver, I did just that. Standing on top of the ladder, holding this championship, I would be lying if I didn't say time stood still. And in that moment, I went through all the moments with my father um, and all the moments of the blood, sweat and tears he gave for this industry. But more important, uh, thinking about a single parent giving his blood, sweat and tears to being the man I am today. For the past three years, I've been busting my ass to prove my dad was right and that Cameron Grimes deserves to be a WWE superstar. I'm not going to be complacent and make sure this championship goes up down and all around to the moon um yeah this guy rarely misses for me i he's great great winners promo here and it's kind of what we said this is something wwe does well you have a big win you come out and you you sell it you sell that moment and i i thought grimes did great here yeah i mean he's a great talker as well and adding the story of this clear-cut baby face of like yeah i been here for a while my dad and he, they talk about how his dad passed away and was also in the wrestling business which the, which his dad helped the hardy boys get into the business and then the hardy boys helped grimes here trevor lee here get into the business like a whole like family thing and it's it's real really simple to just kind of yeah. use that as the the baby face here and that's what made made me even more confused by these stupid fans being like Bizarre. you don't deserve it you piece of no what what, what he literally is saying everything nice and you're still yeah. like nah it's like yeah okay yeah. we get it you like carmelo hayes cool but dude he's probably a, he's probably gonna be like going for the world title well actually that's someone no mellow and trick tonight yeah as well uh, Carmelo uh, tweeted during the show saying that he was going to be off uh, working on his next play. Okay. Meaning he's going to be writing a Broadway show or... Yeah, he... <laughs> that, that's, I'd love to see it. Yeah. Uh, I'm I trying think... to cram in as many as I can while I'm over here. Like... Uh, I think he means uh, his next move. 
here in uh, NXT. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, Solo Sokoa then comes out and says, I want to congratulate you. You made on a promise to your dad and had a hell of a performance at Stand and Deliver. But now comes the hard part where you've got to hold on to it. I came here to face the best and get championship. And championships run all through my bloodline. Uh. Referencing uh, the current SmackDown tag champs and the unified WWE Universal Champion Roman Reigns. Bloodline. Which I'm pretty sure when they introduced this guy, he was like, I got no family. I got no parents. I grew up on the streets. But apparently championships run through his bloodline. Yeah. Oh, uh, they're champions now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's in my blood. Uh, I, it's in my, my blood. Fam- they're my family. <laughs> yeah, we, we were making fun of how that was his 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 shtick in those vignettes just a few months ago. Like, I got no family. That My family left me in the streets. Hey, maybe there's some truth to this. I don't think so, though. The way it's like. The yeah. runt of the litter, Solo Sokoa. Yeah, Solo. Um, yeah. But it, it is interesting that they're starting to acknowledge that and... acknowledge uh, it yeah like i i could totally see him kind of being fast-tracked and and joining the bloodline uh down the line uh he says so straight up man to man i'm asking you a champion needs a challenger and that challenger is me grime says i respect you because when i look in your eyes i see a man who has fought every day to be here in this moment and if i am who i say i am i gotta beat people just like you oos you're on and they shake hands and Solo pulls him in and nods and says, yeah, that's what I want. Um, so cool. Yeah. Uh, Solo's cover versus Cameron Grimes, which I believe is booked for next week. Yes. They have announced that that is the, the match. There's a lot of title matches that will be announced next week. But yeah, North American title, Grimes and Solo. And yeah, I think that should be a good match. I see Grimes retaining, but I do think it, it will be a banger. Yeah, I, I think... Sokoa needs to be working with some like veterans as well. I think he's got a lot of potential. He does the the Uso stuff very well. Uh, so yeah, this should be a pretty fun match, I think, between the two. Joe Cameron, Gacy, yeah, I, sorry. I, I, I'm 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 happy that Cameron Grimes is is North American champion. I think there was uh, an opportunity when he used that whole to the moon stocks and GameStop stuff. That instantly, if you put that on Raw, like that would have been covered in like all your yeah. your Forbes and stuff. But I feel like that he, his his character's moved on from that, and he's this whole humble baby face. But um, I, I hope he keeps his title for a while, and then he gives the rub to someone else. And I do hope that he gets a shot to to be on the the main roster. I almost feel with him as the North American champion and one of the the vets here now, I'd like to see him have a kind of you know. Cody-esque TNT title run where he defends this pretty much weekly or every other week against your up and comers 2.0 rookies to really give them a, a hell of a match and give them the rub within a loss until you want to build up your next big heel to eventually take it from him but I'd like to see him defend this quite a lot because I, I always enjoy his his matches yeah we go to Joe Gacy with Harland who they're they're in a, a spooky room he says, it's probably just a, a room with no lights on, but <laughs> which is spooky. <laughs> Janitor's <laughs> closet. <laughs> he says the world is a dark place sometimes, but the real beacon of life is family. Having someone you love and trust, someone who knows everything about you, your deepest thoughts and insecurities and what makes you tick inside. And if you don't have family, it only leads to self-destruction. Damn. And we then 
flash to the locker room where we see Draco Anthony, who you can tell this guy's a rookie in, in WWE. And do you know why that is? Brandon? Yeah, because he's watching TV like a normal person. Exactly. He's watching TV like a normal person. So he's watching this when Zion Quinn walks in and says, hey, Draco, you don't need to listen to him. And Draco says, hey, fuck off. Stop telling <laughs> you what to do. Yeah. He goes, yo, what? I'm just having your back here. He says, I don't need someone to have my back. And then Zion gets in his face and goes, no, what you need is a lesson in respect. So now setting up fight. a bit of a feud between these two. Uh, didn't think the acting here was too good from either guy. Look, every, we say it every week, but Joe Gacy and Harlan, the act is becoming Bray Wyatt more and more. Mm-hmm. It's way no, it's not the woke whole peace thing at all. It's just like, hey, I'm a cult and you should yeah. join me. And it's so much that it cuts to Draco watching them. Just like how like the Dark Order would have those, those videos. Like mm-hmm. I think that is like night and day. Like the Dark Order thing was so similar. To, to, to family is important. You need to be, you know, yeah. if you're alone, do you feel alone? It's like, this is just picking up these losers. Yeah. Like, but this is done like so poorly. This is done. They shot in a dark room and it's like, what? Uh, it's just a little, it's a little lazy. I, I do. I do think Gacy's delivery is good, but it, it's now because it's, it's not as clear as how it used to be, yeah. which was interesting to start with. And he hasn't evolved it at all. Over the last few months. No, that's what I mean. It hasn't changed. It's literally just saying, you know. Creepy smile, hands like in a prayer kind of position. Yeah, Mr. Burns hands. It's like Mm. you're saying these buzzwords. You're doing, you're literally doing the Bray Wyatt, like say a bunch of mumbo jumbo. It's almost like it's the mumble rap of wrestling promos. It's just like, okay, cool. Uh, Nice. Uh, He's he's definitely, they're definitely losing me on the Joe Gacy stuff. I think they could turn it around, but it it started off something that was original and now is just literally paint by numbers. But But I I feel this confirms what we've been thinking. Draco's going to join these guys. Yeah, yeah. Draco, it's already working. It's like the Sith. It's like Draco is now like, don't tell me what to do, Zion. And he's going to join the Dark Side. getting angry. Yeah, because anger leads to hate. Mm -hmm. And hate leads to Joe Gacy. Well, someone else who's angry is Tiffany Stratton, who's being interviewed. And she says, I know it was the biggest WrestleMania weekend of all time, but did everyone forget my travesty? The schoolgirl Saray cost me my match. And Mackenzie corrects her and goes, "Uh, I think you mean the Warrior of the Sun Saray. Tiffany goes, ooh, correcting people is very unattractive, (laughs) which I found quite funny. Uh, She then goes on about Saray's stupid necklace and says that she's not a loser. So the feud continues. Oh, I love Tiffany Stratton. She's very entertaining. Yeah. Like it, it is It is going to run its course unless it, it evolves, but it's still fairly fresh, this character. So I think her delivery is good in this. Yeah, she um, makes she genuinely makes me laugh with some of these things that she says. So, I mean, she's doing something right. But the character is like she's be, trying to be that mean girl, that yeah. clueless character. from Sharpay. From yeah, High School yeah she's trying to play things. that, especially with the outfits and the way she looks like yeah. it, it works for me. The delivery, she feels very believable that that is actually how she would like talk, which I, she's probably a really nice person in real life. But the, the way she delivers this is like it sounds like it would be her. So I, I do yeah. believe her. I, the wrestling the wrestling hasn't really been there. But then we saw her do like that 
what corkscrew Vader bomb or something. So I mean, hey, there's some promise. She, I mean, she's super green, but like, there's definitely potential. Yeah. Like, we've seen some like cool like glimmers from her for sure. And, and uh, she's proving within this character that she can act. So it's not necessarily that this character is going to be the thing the whole time, but she's proved she's got like performing genes in her. If you know what I mean. Yeah, I like how the, they 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 didn't do the whole daddy thing this week. They didn't mention daddy, mm. daddy's little princess and stuff. So like they can take a breather oh. on that. You don't need to keep bringing it up. Daddy's left NXT now. <laughs> did did he? Who was her daddy? Cha- Champ was daddy, isn't oh, it? Oh right, yeah. I don't know if I don't know if he was the daddy in this uh, thing. That would be a great storyline though. If this was 2000, 2000 wrestling, her character would be like she would have a legit like sugar daddy, the godfather or something. And yeah, yeah, that's that's yeah. <laughs> Tiffany's great. Yeah. Um, we get a uh, recap of the Duja index. Yeah. Recap it for from... me. Recap no, the recap. Uh, absolutely not. Um, <laughs> and that leads us to our match. Dexter Loomis versus Duke Hudson. Um, they're going about the votes about how I'm thinking Index about I'm one think, the hottest. You know when Duke is doing the butt thing, like he yeah. can make his butt dance. It reminds me of the there's like a gif of a dog that does it. You legit watched this again, didn't you? This is the one we we didn't watch the show live, and you decided to not skip through this segment. I, I, I had to see the buns dance, the Duke yeah, buns, the buns dance. dance. It reminds me of this. This like video of this dog that can shake its butt like that. It's <laughs> it looks just like it. It's so funny. I still no one's told me where to get this shirt. This turquoise cowboy shirt that that Dex yeah, is wearing. You just gotta go to Texas. I gotta go all I gotta go yeah. there. Yeah. So um yeah, they they're saying on commentary that uh they won by sorry, index won by eighty seven percent of the votes. And that's where Wade Barrett says, Well, eighty seven percent of the votes came from North Korea and NXT doesn't even air there, showing that it's uh, it's a uh, it's a hack job. It's fake. Yeah, is, he, um, is, it, is that a Trump joke? I don't know what he was trying to imply. Something like that. <laughs> I don't know. Um, so Indy kisses Dexter on the cheek to start the match, and then Duja just make out here. Duke jumps the bell and is stomping down on Dexter. Uh, Dexter comes back with a Luthez press because someone had to do one this weekend. I didn't get it in my Austin match, unfortunately. Um, there's then elbow drops from Dexter, followed by this big urinagi from Duke. And then Duke starts cranking back on the neck of Dexter as the crowd are willing Dexter on. Duke then applies a rear chin lock forever. Dexter fires back with a series of clotheslines and a bulldog, followed by a spine buster for a two count as the crowd are chanting sexy, Dexy. Uh, they then, they're brawling on the outside and start to have this tug of war between the turnbuckle, the women then get involved, grabbing their respective man, and then all four of them fall over, causing the ten count to happen from the ref. It's a double count out. Uh, the crowd are booing. They're chanting, this is stupid. No, I mean, and this was the only time I agreed with this crowd. I agreed, 100%. They chanted, that was stupid. And the chant kept yeah. on because they continued to mic them during the next like promo. And you could yeah. still hear the crowd chanting, that was stupid. And, uh, yeah, I don't know if they were referring to the whole thing, but, yeah, it was. Yeah, uh, it, it was stupid. Um, match was fine. I'm losing more and more interest in Dec- uh, in sorry Duke Hudson every week. Yeah. I, I have seen stuff there before, but, like, it's 
it's very dull, and I thought this match was pretty dull. Um, when Dexter is the more dynamic performer of the two, it's saying something. Yeah, maybe this um, is like a whole thing to get just help everyone. Like, like Dexter's become. Think about it. We used to groan when they were doing a lot yeah. of the Dexter stuff. Now we're like, oh man, like poor poor guy. I again put him on the main roster. Let him yeah. try a, the the psycho killer comedy thing. I bet you it gets over. It's probably more funnier than some of the shit they've tried in the last three and- years. Doing a six-minute match on Raw, like he's he's fine. Like he he does have some cool moves in it. I like how he goes from like moving quite slow, and then we'll have these bursts of and, quickness. And it's like just some of these long, drawn-out matches we had at previous takeovers, where you're like, ah. Oh. But in a tag or in like a quick match, I think he's fine, and he's an entertaining character. The dude, the dude looks jacked always. Mm. He's always in crazy shape. In this match, he does a kip up into a like jumping leg drop. Like the dude is the dude can wrestle. He looks yeah. he looks great, and the best thing about him that I have to respect him, and that's why over this time is his NXT run. I respect the hell out of him. He protects that gimmick, man. Like think about 100%. his social media game, like everything. He protects the gimmick. So, like honestly, we've respect. never seen him corpse like crack a smile or anything. And when Bro. you consider some of the stuff with Johnny, like Johnny's yeah. pretty funny, and like you could tell Johnny was trying to crack him at times. For and sure, no, like he always had the. This serious face, even this stuff with Indy. Um, but this was so stupid. I am so over this story. I'm starting to find Duke more and more boring every week. And I think we said on our standard deliver show, we just we want to see Indy, Indy especially. But I think Persia's Persia's good. But Indy's been there a while. I, I want to see her do more serious stuff because I, I think she's good. Yeah, this is an issue where it's this is the case. Sorry, where the issue isn't with probably the performers. It's what they're no. they're given. Even even yeah. a Duke. Hudson, yeah. you know what I mean? Like everything here is just stupid. And I think it, it is time to maybe move things around. Uh, you know what? An idea that they could do is put Dexter in the edge group. Yeah. You know, make yeah. him the silent yeah. killer, the silent assassin kind of in that group. It would probably work really well. Uh, Persian indie need to move away from this. Put them back as a tag team and then eventually do a feud, a serious feud between the two. I feel like this whole thing is a drawn out way to have them eventually fight, but it, they're going about it the wrong way. This is the, the stupid horniness, high school drama, WCW show stuff that they're trying to go for that just doesn't hit at all. And again, the one time I agreed with the crowd here for saying that was stupid. Yeah. But again, not knocking any of the performers because I think they all know what they're doing. But this was just bad, whoever wrote this. We see new NXT Tag Team Women's Champions Dakota Kai and Raquel Gonzalez backstage. And uh, they say that we've done more damage to each other than toxic attraction could ever do to us. And when you make threats like that, it's just because you're scared and that's exactly what Toxic Attraction is. We are the most dominant women in NXT, and now we are two-time tag champions, which is only going to continue. And I guess that means bad news for JC and Gigi. Uh, so it looks like they've fully forgiven each other. They're very, very happy and friendly to each other now. Yeah, they're just, it's everything, they squashed it. Squashed the beef. Yeah. Um, but Marcel Bartel is not very happy. He's backstage slamming lockers and yelling. And Gunther tells him to straighten his head out. And Eichner needs to do the same. He's going to win the NXT Championship tonight and bring honor to this great sport. And there can't be any more distractions. So, yeah, we're, we're definitely considering the end of the show playing a bit of a uh, Imperium kind of 
losing streak, maybe kind of losing the way a little bit and need to get some focus. Yeah, like I, I, I hope it's not a, a breakup. I do think they've week by week just stripped Walter of everything that made him unique and awesome in this world of pro wrestling, that they've made him just another guy. Uh, but him with Imperium still like work as a unit, you know, the whole yeah. ring camp thing. But I do, I do think it's a bad idea to actually split them, but I have a feeling that they, they won't actually be split. A story that you could do is something along the lines where you think, you know, uh, Eichner has left Imperium. So it's just Gunther and Barcel. And then when Gunther gets an eventual big title shot against Braun, that it's Eichner who comes back to help Gunther mm. win the title then and then be like, nah, we are, we are just regrouping and making a plan. And like, that's how they kind of establish them. But Imperium just losing the titles, like already sets up that they're not going to be pushing this unit in the, in the undisputed era or toxic attraction push. Yeah, unless it's a way to split them and have Gunther move up. I don't know. It just sucks um, if you do split them. Because, like, if, if you're going to split I them, if, if you split Barcel and, again, just because we've watched them for so long here in NXT and, and NXT UK and just some of their stuff, hell, the, the Cruiserweight Classic or whatever the, the hell they were in as well, finding, finally seeing them as a unit and, you know, on the indies and stuff like that, if they are split here and they're just floating around NXT, like, they're way better off just going back to the indies and killing it like because a team because they are they are genuinely impressive athletic individuals and i i think it's wrong that they aren't going to push them but maybe we're looking too much into this and being worked that it's actually is focused on them because it's a it's an angle and it's a story but i do i do love this unit and just week by week they're less cooler to me because it's like they lost the music they lost the the Mm. the name of what like every week it's like oh okay like you're badass. Like done just... everything there is to do in yeah. NXT though now, but I, I, they're definitely stronger as a team, and I, I would like to see them, you know, mix up with the Usos, mix up with New Day, uh, mix up with RK Bro and Street Profits and all that. Like For there's sure. there's some fun teams up up on the main roster that I think they could really add to. Oh, against Chad Gable and Otis, like the actual wrestling that could be pretty awesome. So, yeah. but I feel they've done everything there is to do there now and. Seeing that we've gone to this NXT title match so quickly, I wonder if it's this is just a little angle to kind of maybe split Walter, sorry, Gunther away from them to move up. But I, I don't know. Um, but I feel their time may be coming short in NXT. Yeah, I hope so. I hope they get a main roster push. We go to our NXT Women Tag Team Championship match. Raquel Gonzalez and Dakota Kai defending against Gigi Dolan and JC Jane of Toxic Attraction. There's a high cross from Gigi that's caught by Raquel. Um, Raquel then hits a spinning slam and tags in Dakota, who hits her assisted double stomp for a two count. Gigi comes in with a, a nasty-looking Hurricane Rana that just fell apart. Um, JC follows up with some knees into the ropes. Raquel hits her big fallaway slam to JC and then goes for her twisting Vader bomb, but Gigi attacks her on the apron. And Raquel falls down into the Tree of Woe. JC then follows up with an ugly-looking cannonball into the corner. And then Dakota hits the Scorpion Kick. There's a running boot in the corner to Gigi, but Gigi kicks out. You then get a blind tag from Jane, who comes in with a running neck breaker, followed by a super kick, but Dakota kicks out. JC hits the code breaker. There's Gigi with the clothesline. But the referee doesn't go for the count for some reason, because I think Raquel's meant to break it up and maybe wasn't in position. 
And Wade is just like, what's the ref doing here? Yeah, yeah. He was going off, yeah. <coughs> Which was true. Like, he went took a while, while to go down. He's like, let me go all the way over here. Okay, here. and one, two. Ah, oh, sorry, it's a two. Uh, all four women are then down, and the crowd are chanting, this is awesome. Gigi counters Raquel with a kind of, almost like the stun dog millionaire, um, kind of. Uh, <laughs> Wendy Chu then comes out again. Uh, just like the match on Saturday. But now Mandy attacks her, and quite rightfully so, because why was she out there? Yeah. Like, Gigi and JC weren't doing anything dastardly at this point. Uh, Raquel then goes for her Chingona bomb, but gets chop blocked, allowing Gigi to hit a pump kick, and then there's the toxic shock to Raquel, and toxic attraction reclaim their tag team titles. Yeah, uh, there was some stuff in this that looked good, but there was some stuff that kind of you said like was a little all over the place. But I do love some of Raquel's big moves, her power slams. Her, she does like that tour of the islands spinning thing, mm. which looks good. Um, I love, I like the team of Raquel and Dakota Kai. I just like seeing Dakota Kai wrestle. Um, but this this didn't hit too too much for me. I didn't watch the pre-show one the other day because uh, I was setting up to to, to watch the pay per view and stuff. But I. I didn't. This didn't really do anything for me. I. This might have been. This might have been better than the Saturday one. Um, it's Gigi and JC are very hit and miss because there's there was some quite ugly stuff in this match. I thought, and then some bits were were kind of fun, and the crowd were getting into it. Like they, it was a competitive match, but yeah, there just too much fell apart with Toxic Attraction for me, and. Um, just a bit puzzling why you did the title switch in the first place. Um, just to get a, a feel-good moment at Stand and Deliver. I don't know. But this is twice now. Uh, first time uh, Raquel and Dakota won the titles, they then lost it immediately to, was it Ember and Shotzi? Like, right away. They didn't even have, like, a, a day-long title reign. And here they won on Saturday and then lost on Tuesday. So never had a long reign with this... Uh, these titles which is weird considering they're like a i know they've had the break but they're a legit tag team in nxt so um i don't know again were they thinking of maybe moving these two up and then decided against it or what but uh yeah this didn't do a whole lot for me either i love dakota kai saying hey at least we held it for longer than an hour (laughs) and 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 doing some research some journalistic research here dakota kai has two title reigns in her NXT career, and they equal three days and seven hours combined. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> That's Deserves crazy. better. Yeah. What, uh, hey, Wade, you know what? she's the- wrestling, Wade is saying, like, she's the best NXT wrestler to ever not have the title. Yeah, that is true. He did say that. And you know what? I think with an angle that kind of happens later, that they are just going to go in that direction, which, mm. hell yeah, uh, give, give Dakota Kai the women's title, for sure. Absolutely. We go to Joe Gacy, who says, Chaos defines you as a person. What do you do when everything is going wrong and the panic button is pressed? Chaos erupts and you reach out to your family. You do your best to control the chaos. But what do you do when you can't control it and chaos controls you? Uh, Just a load more mumbo jumbo. (laughs) Yeah, chaos is what defines us? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay, Um, Joe. Sleepy Joe. This is creepy Joe. (laughs) Creepy Joe. <laughs> Creepy Joe Gacy. 
We then go to the Tony D'Angelo's Made Man Ceremony with AJ Galante. Um, The Made Man Ceremony is basically what? The induction, like making you the the Don? Making you the the Made Man, yeah. The Made Man. So AJ Galante says that he's the original president of of Bad Boys of Hockey. And if you don't know what that is, look it up. Every the crowd are just on him here, and he's stumbling all over the place. Um, he says, "How great was?" Uh, sorry, Tony D then says, "How great was standing deliver?" Everyone was rooting for Champa and thought he'd go right through me, but that didn't happen. That was great, but this will be even better. And Galante says that on this table is a card with your blood that signifies you are ready to take the oath of the Don. You acknowledged and accepted that this is an unbreakable oath. And if you betray this oath, you leave on your back. Your loyalty can't ever be questioned. And then Galante just completely forgets his lines. The crowd are on top of him. <laughs> They're saying boring. He tells the, boring. Yeah, he tells the crowd to shut up. You see Tony D who's like trying to like, hey, come on, like, you got this. Come on, your next line. Like, come on, you got this. You got this. Uh, and he just goes, ah, and if you break this oath, your soul burns in hell. <laughs> <laughs> There's more boring chance. And then Tony D takes the ring and says, I'm the Don of NXT. And then this, uh, after the terrible promo, this might be what angered me even more. They're drinking red wine out of a flute glass. <laughs> I can see it now. I can remember now. I'm like, oh, yeah, they were. Weren't they? <laughs> yeah, you're supposed to drink out of the, the, the red wine, you know, more the round. Red wine glass, you know, you like a nice bowl. The tannins. Get, those, get the tannins going, <laughs> absolutely. These, uh, no class. Munja cakes. These munja no cakes. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, this this is pretty bad. Yeah, I mean, me, me, I think it was so bad that it because it made me laugh that I didn't think it was the worst thing I've ever seen. But yeah, Tony Tony D'Angelo, the cartoon mobster character, like the match didn't hit, and and now I'm just like, all right, you're just this character. You're just gonna be the the funny mobster. Hey, I've seen Goodfellas. I can get behind a, a nice, you know, mafia Godfather type thing, but it was it was not the the greatest thing it doesn't make me very interested the problem is he doesn't have a family so you're saying that's what i mean we're saying he needs to get a family we've got a we've got a moment later and maybe because we're on the subject let's just skip to it now okay uh we've got a moment later where tony d'angelo and aj galante are leaving yeah and legado del fantasma are there uh to offer him congratulations on becoming the dawn of nxt and Santos says he's no stranger to being a boss, but he offers you this piece of wisdom. Keep your business out of our business and everything will be okay. So you got like they're setting up almost this kind of turf warfare because Santos has his own kind of La Familia and kind of his like mob himself. But this AJ Galante guy is not going to be there any every week. And to be like the leader of a mob, you do need... The mob, right? So, yeah. so we, I don't know if that means we'll get we'll get people in with him, but I think this kind of stuff would work with Santos. You know, Santos having his like crowning moment with the ring being put on with La Familia kind of works, but it's just 
It's just this one Italian dude in a fedora <laughs> on his own. Like it, so, it doesn't really work. So you're saying you're saying we need a, a an Italian family now? Why not? If yeah. I mean, if you're going this way with a gimmick, I do think it's it's very cartoon character. But he does need a family. If you're going all right, to go this who way. do who do we have that WWE has signed in the last like two years that is Italian? That could fit in. I know they signed... The, or can some, play in Italian. Who are we kidding here? Come on, this is WWE. <laughs> Briggs and Jensen. But they're Do trying it. to be Italian. They're trying <laughs> real hard. They're like, actually, my my uh, my grandmama, she's she's uh, she's part Italian. So that we want to join your family. So it's them acting like they're Italian. Or well, is that it's where every American thinks they're either Italian or Irish. So I, I, just, I don't <laughs> think you'd have to look very far. Okay, I just looked up. I just looked up the the signees from that next in line thing. You know how they just recently, like in the past few months, they signed a bunch of like college university yeah. athletes. And I'm just looking through some of the pictures and names of some people. And fourth guy on the list, AJ Ferrari. So I mean, oh, clearly go. he's got to join. He's got to yeah. join them, right? And and shout out to Knocked Out Films in the in the Twitch room who says, oh. That's why Fabian is leaving Imperium. Oh! There we go. It all makes sense. Oh! We've answered it ourselves. Wow. Okay, yeah. Who else is Italian? We need sighting from uh, Nunzio, Big Vito to show up. Uh, yeah. Damn. Yeah, who else is Italian in WWE? I know. I think John Cena is actually like half Italian, but I mean, that's just not going to work. But yeah, <laughs> wow. The FBI. That's right. Let's bring in the the new FBI here. Full-blooded Italians. Damn. That's... that. We're booking this like it's going to be the next big thing in wrestling, but uh, mm. <laughs> you're right. The, he does. He does need a family. Yeah, and Eichner needs a new family too. So that that could work. A lot of family talk on this show. Yeah, this week family. It's important. We go to MSK backstage, who says after five months of twists and turns, the titles are back home, and we didn't appreciate these titles first time round, and now we see a load of great teams, and we say, come and get it. We told you we could do it. And that's when Grayson Waller with Sanger comes in. And Waller says, I made the most noise at Stand and Deliver and went viral. Wesley goes, yeah, you sure did make a lot of noise when you bounced off the ladder and was whining in the locker room about your arm. And then Sanger essentially pitches a match. And uh, then it's confirmed later that this match is happening next week. So... I don't know whether Waller's injury is not as bad as it seemed or this is essentially going to be a handicap match with Sanger taking MSK on with Waller just kind of on the apron, not tagging in. I don't know. Yeah, uh, if he's injured, you would figure he's just going to just chill. But imagine they give him the titles. They just give to... Yeah, like part of me can see like, Sanger just winning the match on his own and then being tag champions with Waller not even wrestling, which kind of fits his character in a way, but his arm's still in a sling, right? <laughs> yeah. Very... It seems very soon to go to a match unless we, I, I see some sort of angle or something next week. Yeah. Uh, so, something that did make some, some waves on at least internet wrestling Twitter, and I mean, I think we should at least mention it, is some yeah. of the stuff that... Uh, Kimberly, if you remember, uh, she was in mm. NXT at one point, but still wrestling on, in some places. But she put out uh, some tweets this week kind of calling out Nash Carter, who is or was in a uh, relationship 
with Kimberly. I'm not sure if they were married or not. I don't know too much of I think the, they were. I think they were married or engaged. Yeah, yeah. something like that. Uh, she has put out some accusations uh, towards Nash Carter, claiming that uh, there was uh, some things. I don't want to go into some details and stuff, but go look this up, and I'm sure you've probably heard the story. But there... There has been things that in the past where she said some things and then uh, retracted her her statements. And I know the wife of now or the 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 partner of Wesley is now coming out, kind of um, defending Nash and saying some some things that she claims is the truth. And it's all a lot of he say she say stuff. Uh, you can tell where we don't like uh, talking about these kind of serious things on this show speaking out and all that, but it is important to, to bring this up. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. It, it's all quite, it, it's all very messy and I don't really want to pass any judgment either way while it is as unclear and messy as things are, but yeah, she was Kimberly posted a, a bunch of things about kind of emotional abuse and then sort of retracted them and then seemed to be, congratulating Nash Carter off their win on Saturday and has since post pictures of like physical abuse. She's claiming is from Nash Carter. Um, but it all, the whole situation seems very strange and it was interesting to see, uh, that Nash Carter was on TV this week. Okay. He wasn't in front of the car, the crowd, but, um, WWE is still like obviously going through with this. And, um, yeah, it's it's. I, I don't want to judge either way at the moment because everything seems very unclear. Um, yeah, it's, yeah, it it's, seems that Nash Carter's just been living with um, with Wesley and his wife since since the breakup. But it, it's it seems very messy. And either way, it no one like someone's not going to come out of this looking very good uh it's it's just a horrible story that we always feel icky about covering yeah you can tell it makes us uncomfortable but it is uh it is something that is making rounds and it does feature uh someone that we 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 talk about on a weekly basis and Mm -hmm. i don't want to i don't want to really cast my judgment because it's so uh he say she say stuff and of course uh you know we always uh we always try to uh, look at things with with our our views and be like, hey, this is how we, we feel. But at this moment, there is really uh, kind of we don't we don't know what uh, is mm. is true or, or is not. I guess we never really know. But yeah, uh, thought we would. But I, I think with this crowd, either way, it was a good idea not to have MSK in front of them. this crowd. Was not the normal crowd though. They probably would have cheered these guys. I have no idea. Like this you crowd know, was all yeah. over the place. But yeah, um, yeah. Wow, what a great way to bring down the show. But hey, yeah. uh, we talk truth here. Dakota Kai's backstage and she's furious after losing the tag titles and she's just smashing things around. Uh, and then she says, Mandy Rose, you are not safe. Didn't they? Uh, yeah, so this match is now confirmed for next week. Uh, Mandy Rose versus Dakota Kai for the title. Let's just do it. Yeah, please just Let's do it. Let's send Mandy back to back to Raw, back to SmackDown. Please, like, give Dakota her moment. Have her have a a great run with this. Honestly, I, yeah, I think it would freshen up the division a lot as well. Also, she, she should she should drop the whole like crazy frantic person and and just be Dakota Kai and beat Mandy Rose. Raquel mm. can help take out um, Toxic. 
like the two yeah. of them, and then Dakota gets her her big win. Honestly, just just do it, please. Just go forward with that. She's got allies now. Yeah, you've got Wendy Chu and Raquel who can be there for backup to like stop all the shenanigans from happening. Um, but yeah, let's go with it. She does see, even though she was like angry here, smashing things up. She definitely seemed less like skittish over the last couple of episodes. I feel they they do seem to be like easing that out. I think yeah, which is good. We go to our next match: Nikita Lyons taking on Lash Legend. Um, uh, they... Highlight of of the show for for me was uh, there's like a promo, quick flash of Lash Legend posing backstage, and then Nikita posing like for the match coming up. And Wade Barrett, when it shows Nikita, he's like, "Well, the timeline's gonna be thirsty tonight." It's <laughs> <laughs> like, "Thank you, Wade. Thank you." They charge at each other and grapple up. Uh, Legend takes lines down and Lash... Yeah, this was weird. So <laughs> they're, they're kind of doing the test of strength grappling thing. Uh, this is a dream match, Davey. <laughs> I don't yes. know about you, but this is uh, a dream match. And Nikita gets like shoved to her back. And then Lash Legend just decides to take a back bump herself. <laughs> to then, so they can both kip up at the same time. Yeah. It was very weird. It's Ricochet uh, Osprey. Oh, yeah. Lions then catches Legend with a big kick. Uh, there's a pump kick from Legend and then an elbow back drop to the back. And then she applies the neck crank to Lions. Uh, there's then this kind of cartwheel into a moonsault, standing moonsault from Legend for a two count, which looked quite nice. Uh, oh no, this is, she kind of didn't get all of it. And that's when I haven't heard this chant for a long time, but you fucked up chants from the crowd. Again, Again. Who, who, were, who were here? Who was at this crowd? Yeah. <laughs> we don't do that uh, no more. We then get a German suplex from Lions, and now they start duking it out with right fists. Uh, Lions hits two kicks to the leg, and then a big spin kick to the jaw. Then there's a superplex to Legend. Legend then applies this nice, like, pin attempt with this deep bridge, which looked very nice. It was like a jackknife flip over, like, bridging jackknife pin. It was pretty nice, yeah. But because she's so tall, her bridge, like, the arc of it was very, very nice. And then Lions hits her kind of finishing spin kick followed by the split leg drop for the win. Yeah, uh, I, I know people kind of, on, at least on, like on Twitter and, and stuff, give Lash Legend a bit of a hard time just because of some of the matches she's had. But I think she's still learning. The problem with th- this new NXT is they put people on TV that maybe don't have enough experience to, you know, kind of get mm. get it properly. Whereas, you know, you're getting thrown into the deep end kind of on TV, especially live TV. But I, I didn't think there was a lot of bad stuff in this. I mean, there was even a superplex from Nikita and some cool pinning attempts and everything. So, you know what? I, I, I think I went into this thinking I was, this was going to be a little bit of a, uh, a mess of a match, but then it made it maybe made it exceed my expectations because I, I thought it was all right. Yeah. I, I think this was both of their best matches. Oh, 100%. Um, they, both are, easily, they are both. Yeah. They are both green, and to have two green workers against each other, yeah. it's it's tough. And I thought, you know, they kept my attention. They went for uh, longer than some of their previous matches. It was competitive. Okay, there were a couple of ugly spots, but that's kind of to be expected. Um, I thought they really held my attention and told, like, an all right story for the time they were given. Uh, yeah, this definitely seen improvement in both of them. Um, so if this is what they can do against each other, like imagine when against 
more experienced people down there. Uh, I didn't think this was bad. It was it was a dream match for some, definitely. Yeah, respectively. Destined to do this forever. I hope so. Uh, there was a sign. Someone clearly snuck in like a piece of paper sign that definitely got put on TV a few times, and it said uh, "Suplexus Texas." Okay, nice. Um, well, this was the point where uh, my mum, who's just retired. Uh, came in to, to watch the end of the show with me and jacket time <laughs> are on TV. Oh, so your mom didn't get to see the most devastating finisher, which is the leg drop thing from Nikita? Unfortunately not. Oh, I'm sure she would have um, loved that. But she saw Kashida saying that you you attacked my friend and ripped his jacket in half, so now your time is up, Von Wagner. And they replay um, the clip of him ripping the jacket and they replay the clip of... Of Vic Joseph being like, that's his identity. (laughs) (laughs) Ridiculous. Yeah, your mom probably thinks you're into some weird shit if this is the first thing she walked into the room. Just some guy yelling at another guy about the guy's jacket. And, oh, man. Man, poor Kushida. Now you're feeding him to... Kushida, please, go somewhere else. Wrestle. Go back to New Japan. Just wrestle anyone else. Like, wrestle. Just be able to wrestle. He's he's got to lose to Von Wagner next week. It's uh, it's Von Wagner's world, and we're living in it. Yeah. So, the card for next week, we've got Von Wagner versus Kushida. We've got Grimes versus Sokoa for the North American Championship. Mandy versus Dakota for the NXT Women's Championship. MSK versus Grayson Waller and Sanger for the NXT Tag Team Championship. Um, So, yeah, a lot of titles on the line next week. But we have one title to decide tonight, and that is the NXT Championship. Gunther taking on the champion, Bron Breaker. And this might have been one of the funniest comments uh, that my mum made uh, during watching this. Because she sees Gunther come out, and she goes, He looks like a Gunther, doesn't he? (laughs) Which, considering how the internet world just melted after the renaming of Walter, I was like, that's, that's the f- affirmation NXT 2.0 needs. He looks, he looks like, like a Gunther. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so this is where we're getting chance of not my champion aimed at Bron Breaker. Uh, the match starts with both just muscling each other. Uh, they're both delivering headlock takeovers. Both collide in the middle of the ring, and we get this first big chop from Gunther. Uh, they start to run the ropes, and Gunther catches Bron with a big boot. Oh, he kicked him in the head. Took his head off. Yeah. Um, Breaker then tries with some shoulder blocks in the corner. Um, Gunther then goes for another leapfrog, but gets caught in the spinebuster. Bron does this very nicely, where he just picks you out midair. Uh, Gunther then applies the sleeper hold, but Breaker slips out and hits the spear. The straps go, come down. Uh, he goes to get Gunther up for the military press slam, but his arm gives in. And now Gunther starts delivering these big chops, drives Bron bicep first into the steps. Bron's arm is now getting weaker and weaker. We get a big chop from Gunther, another one, a third one knocking Breaker down. And then Breaker manages to block a fourth chop and delivers a German suplex. Um, Bron- Gunther then delivers one of his own. They both knock each other down. And then Gunther starts to chop away at the injured arm of Breaker and applies a Kimura lock, hopefully not dislocating his shoulder. Um, Breaker then counters this with a power slam. 
hits her over the head, belly to belly suplex throw, sets up for the spear, but is hit with a drop kick. There's then the power bomb from Gunther and Breaker kicks out. Gunther then climbs the top rope and hits a splash, but Breaker kicks out. Gunther now starts clubbing at the chest, hits a chop to the back, the short arm clothesline, but Breaker kicks out. Gunther climbs to the top again, goes for his big splash, but gets met with a spear mid-air. There are more big chops from Gunther. Gunther applies the sleeper hold, but Breaker slips out of it and manages to get Gunther up for the military press into the power slam for the win. Man, that power slam was impressive. Really impressive. Yeah. I mean, like, we've seen him do it on some smaller guys. Doing it on Ziggler, cool. But doing it on someone who's a little bigger, like Gunther, like, damn. And the way he still did it with a lot of force. It almost looked like it was probably one of the better ones he's hit mm. of these moves. Yeah, uh, I think I think the crowd here booing Breaker is like, look, we've ex- we've all accepted 2.0. It, <laughs> you you got to move on. Right? Like, yeah. it's what it is. And Breaker still, I think, does I- impress uh, I, I like some of the stuff in this match, but I, I think it's 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 the problem of Gunther. I, I don't know what this character is now because you've stripped away everything except he still does some of the similar moves. But this was just a, a way to, again, make Breaker look like this John Cena Superman type character. So I didn't I didn't think it was uh, bad whatsoever, but it had some cool stuff in it. But it definitely felt kind of. What what we've seen in NXT? Okay, you do all the shit you do, and then he'll hit you with his move and win. It was mm. it was kind of that I thought. I I really enjoyed this. I I preferred this to anything on standing stand and deliver. To be honest, really um, wow. This, okay. felt, this felt way more like a Walter match to me than the than the LA Knight one, which surprised me. I thought he was doing more of the Walter stuff. Yeah, like uh, <laughs> Bron ends up winning, uh, and I and I don't mind Bron, but. I think maybe there was part of me as well, which is going around this season. Okay, did you drop, like, did you get it back from Ziggler? Maybe so Gunther can take it off of you and to be a bit of a transitional before you move up to the main roster. So there was part of me that was thinking there's a chance that Gunther could win this, which always makes a match more entertaining to me when you think it could go either way. But no, I I thought this was one of Breaker's better matches as well um and the the military press at the end really impressive um just just odd we've gone to this so so quickly um with not really much build because this this felt like a big match that you could build over over weeks and sure we could get a rematch but yeah you've done the match now so it once you've done it it's you've taken away that kind of first time ever appeal of it yeah um, but I, I thought this this was a worthy main event and I I did really enjoy this one like I, I said earlier hey maybe Imperium are actually going to stay together and then like he helps uh Gunther beat braun but he, braun just beat him clean right here so I mean it's kind of it's over with I don't know where Gunther or Imperium go from here so maybe we we maybe we are correct that Fabian Eichner fa- finding a new family and that Imperium's just done and Bartel is going to be on his own and Gunther will be on his own and and that's it. Well, we then <laughs> we go to the trial. Yeah, okay, so just forget everything <laughs> you just watched. Forget everything you just watched cuz hey, you want you want the old NXT? People keep saying I want the old NXT when they did cool things like Show the graphic, the credit graphic with the, tr- the trademark, WWE TV license and all mm-hmm. that, 
But no, it's not. It's a false finish here. No, no, no. The show's not over. Yeah, we hear a voice saying, son, son. We we go to the Tron and we see Rick Steiner, who looks like maybe he's congratulating his son. But the camera pulls away to see that he's been tied up and locked in a cage <laughs> by Joe Gacy and Harland. <laughs> So it kind of does make all sense, all the talk about family, family. and that, because, well, Gacy's taken away Bron's family. And I assume that's the big feud we're going to, is Joe Gacy going for the NXT title against Bron, uh, kidnapping his daddy here. He's dog-napped him. Steiner. He dog-napped. Yeah. He, st- he said he's going to teach an old dog new tricks. Wow. Just yeah. when I thought um, I'd seen it all. Uh, they... well, again, like we had the so my my mom stayed to the end of the show. Oh, your mom so fucking thinks you're into some I, real weird shit I could, now. I could tell, like I could tell, she was like get, getting into the getting into the Gunther match the a little bit, yeah. and then uh, she was asking me questions like, "Oh, where's he from?" I was like, "Oh, he's he's Austrian from Vienna. You've been there." I was, oh yeah, yeah. And then like she gasped at the at the boot to the head, and then this old man tied up in a cage. I'm just there shaking my head, going red, like ah. Oh. Uh, what am I watching? You're like, you um, couldn't have showed up when I was watching, uh, you know, Dynamite. Cool stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Ghostbusters. <laughs> we then watched some Scott Hall afterwards. Oh, uh, nice. Your mama fan of Scott Hall? She went, are these guys done with the ladder yet? Was a quote. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this was so weird, though. I mean, G- Joe Gacy is definitely the, the another comic book character here. He's He literally watched the Batman last week and was like, yo, let's let's do that. Let's become the Riddler now. Kidnapping Braun Breaker's dad. And they t- not even not even just that. They they didn't attack him in front of Braun or anything. They kidnapped him and they, they used rope. <laughs> they used yeah. rope and they put him in a cage that looks like a cartoon cage in Bugs Bunny. Like picture in your head what a cage would look like when you put some, like an animal or someone in. That's what they have with rope. <laughs> You know, if if this leads to Scott Steiner on NXT TV, I am all for it. Let's go. <laughs> but if that, it's a weird way to go about it because you have it, Joe it, Gacy playing Cruella Deville here, just like kidnapping this kidnapping this dog man, dog face gremlin, Rick Steiner. It's like so weird. Uh, just yeah. like Go- <sighs> goofy finish, and I thought did take away from a, a pretty good match. Like I, it's. You read that some people love this stuff, though, you know, like the goofiness. And I, I when I was a kid, I, I like this stuff, like the all the stuff with Undertaker kidnapping yeah. Stephanie and things I was so into as a kid. So not everything is going to hit for everyone. And maybe there are people out there that like this. It's definitely not in my taste today as a 32 year old man in 2022. But I've got to also accept that not everything is aimed to me. I um, guess, yeah. Well, it's, it just felt so cheesy. I, I, I want to like Joe Gacy and Harland, and but it's just totally they've gone away from whatever it was that they had planned and just got thrown shit at the wall, literally like cartoon cage with this old man tied up. It's like, so what? They're gonna pretend that they have him kidnapped for a whole week, or is Braun gonna be able to find him before then? Like, what's the story going forward here? Are they gonna give him water and food? I hope so. Like, let him go out for walks. You got to take your dogs out for walks. You can't I just know, leave them in yeah. a cage. Come on. That's, un- that's unfair to the animal. But, yeah, just just really weird. Uh, look, 
if you're bringing Rick Steiner into the story and this is how you do it, that's what's like upsetting. It's not that Rick Steiner's being involved. I think that's really cool. It's the way they're going about it. You just needed you just needed him to take a get attacked, or not even just show him attacked. But I I don't think I don't think uh, Joe Gacy feels like a main event. No, here. not at all. Yeah. Especially when he's yeah. doing mumbo. Like, I don't care that he was making riddles to to reveal that it was about his dad. It's still stupid. It's so stupid to talk about family randomly and then be like, "It's because I kidnapped your dad." It's like it feels what's... like a massive elevation of him. Um, which yeah, I I don't feel feels ready. No, um, not at all. I think the character is so just n- not 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 very interesting and and no. really silly now. Like it went mm-hmm. from being like, hey, I want inclusivity and I have this big giant psycho killer that's throwing people downstairs. Even that was silly, but now they've gone they've gone from battery and throwing people downstairs and all this shit to like kidnapping, like which is just weird, just odd. Uh, but yeah. yeah. Strange. Uh, made me laugh and just shake my head. And I'm I'm so mad because you do the graphics. You usually screenshot pictures. How did you not use a picture of Rick Steiner being tied up? Here's the graphic because I, I this is this is a, it definitely has to be memed now. Just this old man <laughs> tied up. Like yeah, your mom mom chose a great show to walk in on you watching because she probably oh, thinks yeah. thinks again. It went back to. Wow, this is some stupid shit. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is. How do you just kidnap a dog? That's some lady. Yeah. Ga- Didn't that happen to Lady Gaga recently? Oh, she maybe. got her dog Gee, back though. It is hailing right now. Hailing. Wow. It's Sorry. raining yeah, cats and dogs. Is, <laughs> it is. Whoa, they're huge. Damn. Sorry, careful. I'm just like sidetracked right here. Like this storm's ADD. crazy. Yeah. Damn. Um, yeah. Uh, Overall, you know what? I, I really enjoyed uh, the the opening tag and the main event um, tonight. I, I did like the uh, the wrestling there in those two. And I the women's tag was okay. A bit hit and miss. And hell, Lash Legend Nikita Lyons delivered. Match of the night. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, no, but I, I did I did enjoy the, the, the opener and the closer this week on NXT. And I'm looking forward to seeing if they go with Dakota next week too. That would be uh, that would be better, like a, a nice change. Some some change would be nice. Uh, but yeah, that's what we thought of NXT this week. Was there any feedback that we got? I I only put feedback up today. I I forgot to do it last night, so I don't think anyone's left anything. So um, it's it's only our thoughts that are valid this week, and none of yours matters. Oh, I see one here. Sorry, there is oh, there one is? from Corey. I'll oh. read it quickly. Toxic oh, attraction. Lovely. Regaining the titles was kind of dumb. Now we're back to the status quo with the division being in a worse spot than before. No mention or appearances by Io or Kaylee Ray. Wonder if Io's getting called up or if she has fallen into the deadly creative has nothing for you. Yeah, uh, so kind of similar thoughts that we had on, mm. on some of the stuff. But hey, maybe they are shuffling things around and moving people around and would be a good time to, to try. Let people try some things uh, on the main roster. Why not? Yeah, uh, absolutely. Yeah. Now's the time. Yeah. For sure. Uh, well, that was up next. We hope you enjoyed us talking about some NXT. Of course, we will be back, uh, well, at this point uh, tonight with BD Elite chatting all about some Dynamite because I am super hyped uh, to see uh, some of those matches tonight. Um, and then, yeah, we'll, we'll chat all about some some more wrestling and, and all sorts. Again, patreon.com slash up next is where you can go and find 
almost no, not even almost over 400 podcasts in our catalog there of all the movie reviews, best match ever, all that stuff. The best match ever, Shawn Michaels, 90s, his first run we did, which today mm-hmm. we're recording best match ever, Scott Hall, uh, in honor of him. So those are going to kind of mesh together and, and, and stuff. We just did our best match ever, Steiner Brothers, a few weeks ago. We did a Shane McMahon. So many podcasts out there, all the retro NXT reviews as well, just uh, all the stuff, and it's only five bucks a month to get access to just hundreds of podcasts and content that we do. So, yeah, go give us a shot and let us know what you think. Absolutely. And if you're watching live on Twitch, just stick around. Or if you're watching the YouTube video after the fact, do hit that subscribe button. But stick around. We do have a little teaser to close the show off. Yeah. Ooh, interesting. Well, uh, thank you very much. At Up Next Podcast, join the Facebook group, of course. There's a Facebook page like that, and then find the group. We will let you in and, uh, yeah, join in on the conversation and the fun. But that is it. That is all. I, myself, Braden Harrington, you can find me on Twitter, and I'm on Instagram. I am at the Bray D. And I am at Davey Portman. Take care. Goodbye. Be safe. And shout out WH Park and Eddie Kingston. Go check that out if you haven't already. Post-wrestling. Post-wrestling over everything, baby. Goodbye. Ahoy! Whether it's Kroger Simple Truth Turkey or Mac and Cheese with Murray's English Cheddar... Or pie made with fresh, cosmic, crisp apples. There are many dishes we look forward to sharing during the holidays. And Kroger has all the fresh ingredients you need to turn today's holidays into tomorrow's memories. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Get more ways to save at the Buy 5 or More Save $1 each sale. Just buy 5 or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Kroger, fresh for everyone. You're a holiday powerhouse. You host the dinners, shovel neighbors, sidewalks, and make everything from scratch. You definitely don't need help making the holidays happen. But Dunkin's Holiday Blend Coffee? A warming medium roast complete with sweet notes of dried fruit and molasses. Or a cranberry orange muffin made with real cranberries just might convince you a little help never hurt. Especially the hot caffeinated kind. America runs on Dunkin'. Present participation may vary. Limited time offer. Terms apply.